Yeah, yeah, man. You already know what the fuck it is, man. DJ Jerry, aka the voice of the streets. It's that motherfucking mixtape Trevor's radio, man. I got him back in this bitch, man. Jeez. Tommy G, what's happening, dog? What's going on, brother? How you doing? <laughs> All right, man. No, you back in here, bro. It's good to be back. It's good to see you, dude. We got stuff cooking up in the city, man. Yes, man. Yeah, because the last time you here was 2022, right? I was still a virgin then. Now I've lost my virginity. I'm <laughs> I'm back in the streets. I'm back in the mix, dude. Right, <laughs> some people call me the hardest gangster rapper in Milwaukee. Yeah. I don't call myself that, but that's just what some people say. Right. <laughs> no, but a lot of shit to change, rest is uh, last time uh, for the last year. You got a son, man. The YouTube's still going crazy. You, you, you've met plenty of people. You've been all around the world, man. It's a blessing, dude. It's a journey. Yeah. Like, I, I normally don't do this, bro, but, like, where you want to start, bro? I'll let you, since you taught me, G, bro, I'll let you start. How you want to start this motherfucker off? You know what? I want to start by saying this. I think the city should be very excited right now. Things are bubbling. Things are cooking. And I just feel the momentum in the air. So I'm excited to see Aeoli out there, Chicken P out there, Certified Trapper. Big, I mean, we got all these guys yeah. that are just putting their foot on the gas pedal. And I feel like after years of being slept on, I'm not a Milwaukee local. I didn't grow up here, but I've been here the last 10 years to see it's been slept on. Right. I think that's changing. I think people are starting to think like, man, we got this interesting flavor over here. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. Definitely. Definitely. Hell yeah, but man, it's just uh, like, well, uh, you got you your new father, man, like your firstborn son, right? Firstborn son. Yeah. <laughs> I was up from 2.30 to 4 last night trying to rock him and get him to sleep and bottle feeding him. That's a whole new life journey, dude. And it's, it's, it's awesome. It's beautiful. Like at the end of the day, like he'll sleep in his little side crib, but then- Maybe at 7 a.m. we'll bring him into the bed. My yeah. dog will hop on. He'll rest his head on the baby. And it's just like, things are good, dude. Yeah. I just love seeing my family grow. And I love seeing my wife just step into a role like a boss, you know. Yeah. So It's like, her first child too, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, perfect. She might have some other ones running around I don't know about, you know. But <laughs> first with me. Right. <laughs> yeah, man. But, like, uh, I know we talked a little bit off camera. But, like, like yo, I know it's still early and new. But, like. Like, what's the hardest part about being a, a new dad? I would say it's kind of like you have your prisoner to your own house a little bit because you have this little baby that's kind of a dictator, dude. Like, every three hours, he's on the clock. And so I think just but, – but also I'm enjoying that part, too. Yeah. Like, being there I, – I did my videos in a way where I really hustled the last – to the end of the year yeah. where I can be home for two, three months. I don't have to travel. So I can be there to help out and support. But um, some some – days with the lack of sleep you're just like what the hell is going on like it's time is moving really slow but really fast at the same time like the days go slow but the weeks are going by fast definitely definitely yeah man it's hard man because uh i know my son like he's one he'll, he'll be two in july but i mean he bad as hell man yeah he bad as he's hell. already reckless yeah, and he's, he's not bad. even stopped shitting his diaper yet man he do all he he shit his diaper he uh he'll take he'll take like a bag of like doritos like he act like he about to eat them he'll turn a bag over step on the doritos little kids are menaces dude. yeah man he bad man i think the other thing i'm starting to realize is i think kids kind of come out the way they are like there's not that much you can do to shape their path like you can give them support you can give them the right stuff but these kids come out and they're kind of they are the way they are you know your job is just to help them find their them. path yeah that's it i'm not telling them you're gonna be a a chemist or a engineer or a lawyer <laughs> right. like he's gonna figure it out for himself Facts. Yeah, because, like, my daughter, uh, like, dude, the way she is now, she still has the same similar characteristics that she had when she was a newborn baby. It's kind of a trip almost, yeah. you know? It's like, 
God's playing tricks on you. And then you also <laughs> right. see pieces of you, pieces of your wife, and like, oh, that's Uncle Dave, and that's yeah. like J- Jerome. Like, it's weird to see like different family members in them too, where you're like, why is he do-? like, you know, it just it's um it's like a magic trick happening to definitely. you. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, you'd have been in plenty of places, man. Like since the last time we talked, I know. But why? I know one of the biggest, you know, what I'm saying, videos that you had. Yeah, plenty, multiple, plenty big videos. But like one of the biggest ones, was the Punch Made Death. Punch Made Death. Yeah, you yeah. know, what I'm saying, like everybody was geeked. They was like, man, like how, like what is it like, man? He, he, he's is he a real scammer? Is he a fake scammer? Is he this? Is he this? Like, did he really do this? And it, was it the video part? Was it real? Uh, like so, explain to the people like what was it like even putting a, a punch made dev in experience together. Pulling up, I'm like scared. I didn't even bring my wallet into the interview, dude. I'm like, is this guy <laughs> gonna take my credit card information? I walk into this fancy Airbnb and he has like my name, my social security pulled up. Yours? He's, yeah, he's he's like he he knows how to use computers really in a smart way. And so I think with him, like the fun part is like figuring out what smoke and mirrors. Like, is he truly doing wire fraud on camera? In front of Chase Bank, or is he very so good at like it's almost like a Houdini trick? Yeah. And um, so I think like his rap character is one of the most interesting ones on the market right now. I mean, you look at guys like Lil Mabu, Little yeah. Toe, Punch Made Dev. Like these are guys that like there's so much mystery to them that I think it makes him like you got to see what they put out next because you're not quite sure what's going on. Right. Well, so what's the stuff that he was doing? The 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 acts he was doing. In the video, real or was it kind of like? Wait, is the IRS listening or my? No, talk, no, no. We freely? independent. Hell no, nah, hell no, nah, okay. nah. Uh, well, he said he was gonna pull a wire. Yeah, which is an insane thing to say. Um, he used fake debit cards to get money at a gas station and pay for everyone's food. Yeah, he was kind of like Robin Hood in a way, though. Like <laughs> all the people that said they would be mad if someone scammed them, as soon as he started paying for their. They're like, oh, I love this guy, you know? <laughs> so, um, and Punch is a cool dude. Um, he's he's donated money to my charity that I'm doing from Milwaukee, and yeah. he's continuing to support. So, he's like a super villain, but also has a good heart. That's great. If that's even possible to say in the same sentence, you know? What's, how do y'all even link up? Like, how did y'all hook up? I think I just DM'd him, and I said, okay. dude, we got to meet. You look crazy. I want to get into your life. Where are we going to meet? And he called me within an hour. Boom. And we had plane tickets booked like the next day. And so I worked with a lot of rappers. To me, when I can talk directly to the rapper, I really like it. Because guys that are on top of their business are easier to work with. Yeah. I find most rap managers I talk to have no clue what's going on or aren't very helpful. And they make things slower. I mean, dealing with labels is another process. Like a label, like to book plane tickets with a label. I've had a label fly me out to do something. It, yeah. take, it took like five weeks and eight different people looped into an email to get this thing done. And I'm thinking <laughs> this would take 15 minutes if one person just did it. Wow. That's crazy, man. But uh, like you said, uh, March the 9th, man. Uh, 7th. March 7th. Here, March 7th. Let me I'm, break I'm, it down I'm, for the I'm people. Keep, get up the date. March 7th, 7 p.m., the Oriental Theater in yeah. Milwaukee. We are doing, we're going to sell out an event to show two documentaries. And every penny from the tickets, every penny from people sponsoring it, which, by the way, people like Danny Duncan, Punch Made Dev, Tracks NYC, The Jeweler, a lot of different people are coming together to sponsor this. And I'm actually looking for sponsors. If you want your personal name or business on this event, DM me or email me, TommyGMcGee123 at gmail.com. But what we're doing is this, man. We're showing two documentaries, um, and then we're donating all this money to help support Milwaukee Youth Wrestling. Mm -hmm. Here's what I think about Milwaukee. We're strong in some sports, but COVID wiped things out, and our athletics are kind of weak right now, and especially our wrestling. With a town of 600,000 people, 
We should be having state champions. We should have guys going D1 or getting college scholarships for wrestling and then eventually getting to professional fighting with their skills. It's weak. And so what I want to help do is uh, I've identified coaches in the city that are already hustling, working with kids, and my job is to invest into them, and I can help coach too, but I want to build a compound in Milwaukee, a state-of-the-art facility these kids can come to train, work hard, get tough, and do big things for themselves and for the city. And so I'm also putting $10,000 on top of that because wow. I'm so serious about this. So mm-hmm. especially I see a lot of guys um, that might watch the show have thick stacks of cash, right? <laughs> yeah. Guys like you, I don't care if it's street money. I don't care how you got the money. If you want to be part of this, talk to me. Let's flood the streets. Let's flood, flood Milwaukee with money that's going straight to the youth. Every single penny. Some charities, dude, you look at their numbers online, it's like 84% of their money goes to pay people's salaries and shit. 100% of this money, I'm not taking a dime from this charity. 100% of it is going to kids. That's what's up, man. That's what's up, man. And I think that'll be, <clears throat> like when we talked about it, man, I said, I, mean, I think that'll be dope, man. I feel like that's dope that you're even doing that for the city. You know what I mean? Because there's people that have been, you know, had a position, you know what I mean, didn't do for the community or didn't do nothing for the city. You know what I mean? So I commend you for doing that, and I support it. I'm behind it. Whatever you need, I got you, bro. Appreciate you. And, hey, how I feel about it is this was a sport that changed my life. I was like a soft little suburban kid, nine years old, went into wrestling, and it's kind of like the initiation into manhood. It's, one, it's, it's the toughest sport in the world. And if anyone's doubting wrestling, they're maybe comparing it to boxing or kickboxing, Muay Thai. Those are all badass sports and good for a kid to get into. But if you look at the, the last 52 UFC champions, half of them have been wrestlers, a quarter of them have been jiu-jitsu guys, and like four or five boxers, two Muay Thai. So it wins fights. It's dominant. And if you want a video example of this, watch Khabib face Conor McGregor in a UFC <laughs> fight. Connor, one of the best strikers in the game, yeah. could be one of the best wrestlers in the game. Khabib just dro- just drowns him with his pressure. And so anyways, it's a sport that changed my life, made me, this is the biggest influence of who I am. It's the, the work ethic, the grind mentality. I want to give it to kids. I want to bring them into it. I want to get, we should be putting state champions on the board for Milwaukee. So I'm going to help start that movement. Right. That's dope, man. March the 7th. The seven, the seven, man. Make sure y'all pull up, man. We gonna keep saying, we gonna say like four or five times. Guys, get your tickets online. It's probably gonna sell out before there's tickets at the door. So yeah. get your tickets online. If you Google Eventbrite Tommy G presents, or you go to my Instagram and click my link in bio, you'll be able to buy tickets. We'll love to have you here. Basically, what we're doing, Jerry, is crowdfunding change in Milwaukee. Mm. I'm not a, a billionaire, so I can't write a billion dollar check. But if we come together, fifty dollars here, five hundred dollars here, thousand dollars here. Brick by brick, we're going to really change the city. Facts. Facts. That's definitely. Hell yeah. Uh, I know it's kind of the same, but since we talk about wrestling, man, I don't know if you watch wrestling today. Not sit- fake wrestling. Not fake wrestling. I don't watch WWE. Okay. I watch I watch uh, fighting, which fighting. is where real wrestling comes in. And that's another thing I think people are confused about in the city. Some people watching this, when I say wrestling, they're thinking like, the Undertaker jumping off the rings. I'm talking <laughs> blast doubling somebody, picking them up and slamming them on their neck. I'm talking Olympians like Jordan Burroughs. I'm yeah. talking Kyle Dake. Google these guys. Um, Jamal uh, Jamal Bay from Chicago. Like I'm talking guys that can throw you on your back and you can't move. They control the pace. They control the fight. Um, real wrestling. Yeah. Definitely. Sorry to disappoint you, though. About oh, that. no, WWE. no, no. <laughs> no, because I was about to ask you, because, you know, like, I used to be a big re- – I used to like fake wrestling back then. Yeah. Like, uh – What kid didn't, dude? Right, yeah. It's the sh- 
And I uh, recently I just seen Vince McMahon in the headlines, and I ain't gonna lie, like I kind of wish to. I kind of wish I didn't even read it, yeah. man. Like I swear I wish I didn't read it. It was like an hour long, and I just read through all that. Shit, man, I was just like, damn. That's man. the thing, dude. When you get into the show business world, is you almost don't want to know too much because there's people that you love that you look up to as a hero, and then you talk to them or you learn something about them, and you're like. Jesus Christ, like this person isn't who I thought it was. I just talked to one of my favorite rappers ever on the phone yesterday. I'm like, you. I thought you were a hardcore gangster and you sound like this like LA kid. Like it was just, I almost wish that you never answered my DM and we never <laughs> talked on the phone, you know? Well, can you tell us who it is, bro? Mm-hmm. Off camera. Off camera. I'll Off camera. Okay, bet, 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 bet. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Uh, like I said, I don't know if you got uh, too deep into it, but man, the stuff that I was reading. It was just like... The Vince McMahon? Yeah, the Vince McMahon stuff. Like, uh, did you uh, take a look at it? Uh, Very sexually aggressive to his co-workers. Yeah. Like, if you were a secretary in his office, it wasn't an enjoyable experience for you? No. Nah. I read some of it. I don't know. A guy like that, I don't know if he's, like, fueled by steroids and cocaine. <laughs> but I guess it doesn't surprise me. Right. But it also is disappointing. Yeah. Definitely is, man. Like I said, man, I was hurt. I just wish I never read it. Like, just the stuff that the girl was saying, like... About what Vince was doing. Like, even, I could picture him doing every single thing she said. Here's the thing. I think we need to accept that being a human is very tough. And none of yeah. us have a clean resume. And especially as you climb the ranks, now you have the money, you have the power, you have the respect. There's temptation that enters your life that you have to be very, very strong in your principles to not let it affect you. And so I kind of have sympathy for him in a way because I see... It's easy to make the same mistakes he did if you were in his shoes. I mean, when I was growing up, we went to this church and this it was this one of these mega churches where there's like escalators in the church. It holds thousands of people. And this pastor was this big deal. He, he built it from the ground up. And then like 10, 15 years later, you come to hear that, oh, he was getting blowjobs in a hotel. And like <laughs> he never came clean about it. He lied about it. And they just like put him off the, the roster. And it's like, fuck, like I kind of wish that never happened because... Or that we could forgive people. Like, we, we live in a culture right now where you do one thing and people just want to wipe you off the earth. And yeah. it's like, if any one of us have shit that we aren't proud of, and that's part of being a human. So I think we should be able to forgive people as long as they take accountability and make the right move, you know? That's true, man. Hell yeah. Like we said about the Milwaukee music scene earlier, man, like, it's growing super hard, man. Like, you don't work with, you super close to certified. You know what I'm saying? Certified yeah. trapper. He's my guy. Started, you did stuff with Super Throw Day, Big Frank. Yeah. You know, uh, everything, like, a lot of people in the city, they want to work with you. They know Tommy G is Tommy G. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you got the biggest platform in, in the city. You know what I'm saying? So h- how is it for people to be like, oh, Tommy, you know what I mean? Do a video with me in my hood. Do a video with me in my hood over here. Do a video with me. And then they don't necessarily got what you're looking for for your channel. Like, <laughs> like how how do you even handle that? What's, what's tough is I tr- I want to show love to everybody and I want to encourage everybody in their path. So like I don't want to like like pick favorites or pick this or that, but you start to work the people with the people that you're close to. And like these are some of the guys I met early on in my journey and I'm going to branch out. Um, but part of it too is like judging how the Kia Boy video went. Yeah. Like I know it's not only the streets watching the videos. The mayor might watch the video. The police might watch the video. So like I don't want to do anything too hot in Milwaukee. And then if there's fallout from it, it's like, well, I didn't like, you know what I mean? I, I want to be very careful and I want to make sure that everyone's cool. Um, but we just did a piece. I helped my friend Brandon Buckingham do a piece mm. on 
uh, Super Throw Dave and Big Frank. It's yeah. got over a million views right now. I think it's the best video on Milwaukee culture right now. And it was so much fun. Yeah. Uh, that's the other thing is like, I think when people are doing all these music videos, I talked to a rap lawyer and she gave the recommendations of what you should and shouldn't do on camera. One thing you shouldn't do is turn your gun around and show your switch to the camera. That's a bad idea. Uh, even if you say props at the beginning of the video, it doesn't protect you. So what I like about the video I did with Brandon is we just did silly shit. We had fun. We learned the lingo. We went around different the east side. We went to different hoods. There was no crazy shit that we had to do on camera. And so, um, but there's guys I'm networking with. I really want to do chicken peas on my list. I want to yeah. do a piece with, Bus a- one. with Aoli. Yeah. Aoli is the guy that is always entertaining to me. Funny. I love his style. I love his energy. So, um, and I'm starting to actually visit high schools with people too. Like I was in Marshall last week yeah. doing a Q&A. That's my shit. That's my shit, nigga. Ask me anything. Yeah. And I'm going to bring Big Frank there next week, but yeah. I'm also going to bring in, like I got a friend that does real estate. I want to bring him in and talk to the kids. So I'm kind of on a, a mission to start getting into the high schools and reach the kids, talk to the kids, encourage the kids. Because I think a lot of them don't see a path with the traditional go to college get a degree get some fucking office job that you hate so i want to kind of if there's anything i can do to help push them in a path that they see more and more themselves in i want to help that's what's up man yeah i definitely think uh you're on the right path like um your goals man for the city is just man like i I feel like like we talk about like god like god don't make mistakes you know what i'm saying like i feel like he puts you in a position because like he knows that you're gonna do it right and you're gonna make a difference you know what i'm saying that's what I'm trying to do. And I feel lucky every day that this is my job. Like I, there's, there's days that I look at the stuff that I'm editing, look at the stuff that we just shot. And I'm like, like I was in an office job in a cubicle for five years <laughs> wondering, is this all that's going to happen with my life? And the fact that I get to do this, I get to talk to all these interesting people and try and make a difference. To me, I'm just, um, I don't take it for granted at all. I'm grateful. Uh, I'm happy. And so... And and I know that I could fall off at any minute. If you don't keep your foot on the gas, this world moves so quickly. If you don't keep consistent, you're going to be yesterday's news very quickly. So, uh, like, the goal is to keep taking things to the next level, keep getting into crazy situations, and keep telling really interesting stories that I think need to be told. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like, I remember um, on, a la- on our first interview, you said you wanted to be, like, a Vice City type. Like, uh, right now, is your goal still the same, or you got something different? You know, the biggest part of the brand is to cover places in the underworld that you've never seen before. So, like, I'm talking to motorcycle club, like 1% or motorcycle club guys right now. Um, we have this fentanyl piece coming out. Where oh, we're, yeah. we're in a guy's apartment, and he's showing us how he sends 5,000 pills to New York, 5,000 pills to Chicago. And so that's I really want to get into those worlds and, and talk. Like, I'm editing a pimp one right now, too. But I also want to branch out. I want to do Day in the Life of Mark Cuban or a billionaire and see what that's like. Or, you know, Day in the Life of the Amish. It doesn't have to be criminal underworld. I just think hard to reach people or places that I can be the fly on the wall that people are like, how did you get into this room? And how did you get them to open up and talk and share their life? Like, those are the stories that make me really, really excited. Yeah. Because I've seen uh, you do interviews. Uh, you got your own podcast. I do got my own podcast, yeah, you got yes. your own podcast. We'll have to do a DJ Jerry episode. Yeah, man. Come on, man. Yeah. Okay, let's do it, man. Let's, let's do, do it. it. But, like, what I know one of the episodes I've seen, man, like, one of the best people, you know what I'm saying, in the world, like, and I was just shocked that you interviewed him. Like, one of the greatest people on earth, like, got a big platform, a nice guy. 
he's good to all his friends. You know what I'm saying? Adam 22. You know what I'm saying? Like, interview Adam 22. Interesting guy <laughs> to mention. Interesting guy to mention. Controversial. Yeah. Adam, do you want my read on Adam 22? Go ahead. Okay. I've been to his house. I've worked out with him. I've met his kid. Very friendly, very welcoming. But when the, when the camera starts rolling and, and the clips start getting put out, he does some like weird shite. Maybe it's his team and not him, but he's the head of it. So if it comes through him, it comes through him. There's things I wouldn't do with my career that he's doing, but we all get to roll our own dice on life. And, and, um, and also he was one of the early guys as I was still growing to invite me onto a big show. So personally, my experience with him has been really good. He asked questions that I would never ask. I don't ask about beef. I don't try and stir up between people because especially when I'm out of town, I have the the privilege to leave the next day and nice. not worry about the outcome. I don't have to talk to someone's mom that their son just died because of some rap beef. So I never ask those questions. I never stoke the flames. Sometimes he plays that line where I'm like, dude, that's there's things that might happen from this type of conversation that I wouldn't be comfortable talking about. Yeah, um, <clears throat> because like the, like he seemed like like the way y'all talk and vibe like I could see I could tell he genuinely likes you. you yeah, know what I mean, like yeah. he, I could just tell. But like the only thing from that I seen from outside looking in was like I know it it probably was just I but I understand Adam too. Like from I, I never met him, never talked to him. You know what I mean? But uh, I understand him. I know he's a he's content. He's a content first guy. You know what I mean? Like, and that's a good way of describing it. There are creators in this game that the number one thing in their head is content. They don't care if they make you look bad. They don't care if bad things happen because of it. If the if it gets the most views, it gets the most clicks and stirs up the most that's, that's their game. You do have to be careful around that. You have to know how to navigate that. And that's, I feel like, more of an L.A. feel. Yeah. Okay. You know, like, oh, bro, it's for the content, bro. Yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. don't know. At the end of the day, I want to be welcomed back to the places I go. Like, I know we can always go back to Murder Creek with Izzy 93. We can always go back to visit Homicide in Chicago with the Latin Kings. Yeah. We can all, Everywhere we go, we want to treat people in a way that they want us to come back. Exactly. That's important to me. Yeah. Yeah. I, even though he, he talks about me on a certified trapper interview on No Jumper, then, yeah. Adam 22 yeah, talks shit? Yeah. yeah. yeah but- that, that interview I had some problems with. Like, yeah. the way he framed things. Like, he'd be like, oh... Uh, certified is is Tommy G a culture vulture? Some people say that. The only people that said it was him. And <laughs> but all the if you look at the comments in that clip, they all back me up and not him. And I don't know. Like I think the whole culture vulture thing is a weird. If someone is not genuinely themselves, like I don't think I'm walking to any like Latin King video shooting, being like, "What the fuck is up, motherfuckers?" <laughs> I'm the sh-. like. There's so. To me, what I do is I try to ask the best questions so that people give a genuine version of themselves and the audience can connect with them and understand who they are. And when, when he's the type of, like, that question, though, I know was, like, written before we go, the, the camera starts rolling, like, okay, these are, like, my top five clickbait viral questions yeah. to ask. Yeah. So I don't think he even means it when he says it. I think he just knows that this is going to be a reaction. Exactly, exactly. And that's what type of, uh, that's why I understood because when he, like, I, he called me weird on the certified trapper interview, but I just understood. Like, I'd be like, okay, he want me to say something. We make some content together. Like, I would take it as a compliment. If he called you normal, I'd be offended. But <laughs> this is a light, you only get one life to live. I'd rather be the weird guy than the normal guy. Exactly. Exactly. And then, like, I was like, man, you know what? I understand. I'm like, I, I'll work with him, bro. Like, I, I wouldn't even have a problem working with that. First, I was like, nah, but. 
I understand him. I see his vision. And you just everybody uh, play different. Everybody dance a different dance. Here's one thing I would say about M22 as well is he is much, and not that he appears dumb, but like he is extremely intelligent. Mm. I think he could interview scientists. I think he could interview politicians. He he has the intellect that he could interview whatever. But right now, his content is gravitated towards like how many dicks have been in that pussy. Like it's mm-hmm. like he's going for that more low grade click. But he's extremely intelligent, and I would challenge him to start putting out interviews that represent where he's at mentally. Facts. That'd be dope. Cause he could do all this. Yeah. He could do the porn. He could do. He could do all that and just. Have plenty of content on his channel. Yes. Definitely. And how crazy it is to say that he makes a majority of his income from doing porn. Man. I mean, most guys would be kind of pumped to say that out loud. You know, like, I don't know. And again, you can question his business tactics, like the drama stuff that he stirs up with his wife and other people so, on the team. Yeah. But he's calculated business guy. I think he's well aware of what he's doing, and I think it's probably working. And if, again, content. If content is what you're chasing, he is a grade-A content creator. Content. Yeah, shout out Adam, man. Shout, shout out, out Adam. Jumper, man. I would love to get another workout with you when I'm back in LA. We'll pump the iron, get a good sweating. Yeah. Hey, no, tell him, tell him you ain't coming unless I come. Tell him, tell him, you gotta hey, tell him I'm coming this time. I'm coming. If DJ Jerry's not there, it's off the table. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dog. Like, man, uh, like we we talked about certified uh, earlier, man. Uh, a lot of people like don't know, but. Uh, I don't know who to, I don't know if you told me he told or I, no. Matter of fact, I heard Certified Trapper say it in an yeah. interview. He said that the the label the guy Jeff heard from him through your video. Possibly, I don't want to take any credit because I think Certified Trapper is a character that, regardless of who he met in his path, he was going to get discovered. So definitely, he's incredibly hardworking. He makes his own beats. He makes his own music. He mixes. He ma- like. He has every trick in the bag. There's nothing holding up his career. And also, he's a guy that when you see him on camera, you can't keep your eyes off. So if I had a small part to play in his journey, I'm blessed and thankful for that. But Certified Trapper is on the Certified Trapper path. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Definitely. Yeah, because y'all still locked in. And and I could tell, like, Certified, he a real nigga. Real honky, I'd say. (laughs) (laughs) Like, because Certified, you could tell, like, even the way he moving in the industry, he's still moving like the streets. Like he like, okay, you, you introduced me to the plug. All right. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna look out for you no matter what. Anytime I get this, I get some of this. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna look out for you. You introduced me to the plug. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so that's how, I, I, that's how certified moving. He's still keeping it in the city. He fucking with Milwaukee videographers. You know what I'm saying? So like, I, like, and I love he's the way staying he's himself. It, too. Yes. Like, yeah. Like that that uh beat to Cote de Noise song, if you heard that <laughs> yeah, Japanese yeah, shit. Yeah. <laughs> that's something that only a certified trapper could make that song. Yeah. So it's not like he blew up and all of a sudden he's like trying to maintain some sort of industry image. He mm-hmm. is still being undeniably, undeniably himself. And I think that's the secret to his success. Is like there's a lot of rappers that like try to like imitate a blueprint. Yeah. But the guys that really just like embrace their own personality and just let it free, mm-hmm. those are the most interesting people to watch. Like who there's not another Tyler the Creator. Right. There's not another certified trapper, and so like those guys are to me the most. It's Kevin Gates. Like those are he's very unique. There's not yeah, another Kevin yeah. Gates. Like the way he talks, he says off color, but then he also come back as like a philosopher and yeah, like drop yeah. on you that you're like that was profound, yeah. that was deep. So um, the people that embrace the the best version of themselves, I think that's the people that are starting to set themselves apart. Facts. That's true, man. That's true. 
Yeah, because I know, um, like you did the uh, Baby Tron. Y'all was at Hutch, right? Well, y'all did that shit with Baby Tron. Uh... I didn't have the bankroll to get any bling, but perhaps the next time I visit, I'll, I'll get something. <laughs> right. Yeah, because yeah, like, uh, Baby Tron, he seemed like an open book, like on on camera. Like, what does he Very like? Very relaxed. Yeah, like what does he like Very off camera? Very easygoing. Same on camera. Like, okay. he's like... I don't think he gets stressed out. Like he's a guy that just seems like he's just very, he's confident. He knows who he is. He's calm. He's collected. He's on the mission. Um, he also operates like a boss too, but he's not like um, arrogant or anything. It's right. like just, he, he could whisper and things happen. Like he yeah. just is, you know, <laughs> it, look, he's like the guy that seems like he barely has to try and things just go for him, you yeah. know? <laughs> like he got a hell of an image too like the, the hair the glad like he just his image nasty. baby tron is really fucking good at basketball for real yes dude he we played like three on three mm. i'm not the best basketball player i know you probably thought i was really good but um <laughs> he was just making it swish over and over and over wow. he wiped the board with us dude damn yeah i gotta see him get, i gotta see him get out man he gotta get him uh one-on-one with Dirk or Smirk, you know what I'm saying? Dirk, or, you know what I'm saying? He got to get one-on-one with somebody mm-hmm. that can really hoop. You know what I'm saying? But shit, like, like what's new? What what you want to accomplish next? You know what I'm saying? Like, what type of video you want to do next? Because I know you say the Amish people, like, like what's your, on your hit list next for uh, a crazy Tommy G video? This is a crazy one. I want to visit a CIA black site mm-hmm. where they bring people to interrogate them and talk to them Mm. that's on the list i want to talk to a motorcycle club those guys are very hard to get on camera Mm -hmm. i got a connection out in new jersey that we're working on a date amish um i want some rednecks one thing i've really noticed is people love the redneck shit on my channel (laughs) and they're so fun dude because they just want (laughs) to shoot guns and drive dirt bikes and they like their slang is really like nice to hear and (laughs) they're very hospitable so it's all about, to me, getting to see different underground worlds that most people don't have access to. I'm editing one one right now about uh, pimps and prostitutes in Arizona. Yeah. And somehow I met this lady in a motel lobby, brought me into her room and invited her pimp and prostitute friend. And then I, we caught like an argument, not a heated one, but an argument between the pimp and the prostitute. And to me, that is like she's getting ready in the mirror as we're talking to her. Like that to me is like. There, there's things that happen on your journey where it's like when you're on the right path, it's like the universe opens up doors for you. Like we were really struggling to make that video because I don't know a lot of pimps in Arizona. So, but then all of a sudden the per, the lady that stood in line behind me at the motel happened to have that connection. So I think if you put yourself in the right positions that somehow doors just start opening up for you. Yeah, man, like, uh, I know, man, one of the big, uh, another big video for you was the Latin Kings and Chicago video, man, like. Those guys were fucking crazy. <laughs> like, what was that like, man, even experiencing that, it? Well, first of all, we show up, it's uh, Mexican Independence Day, a lot of people are lit, they're drinking, they got crazy guns on them, and they're like, oh yeah, there's a drive-by about to happen, because what happened earlier in the day was mm. a machete fight in broad daylight between yeah. two rival groups. And they're like, oh, yeah, the group that our guys got him with the knife or machete, they're coming back to spin the block at, whatever, 8.30. And it was like 8.15. I was like, oh, uh, we have like five minutes before we have to get the fuck out of here. And so, and those guys were really about it. Like, bodies were caught recently after that video or allegedly recently after that video. And so it's always uh, interesting because I don't like to ask a lot of questions to the crew. I don't, I'm not trying to 
get their history on camera. I'm not trying to figure that much out. I just want to know what their life is like. So when you leave and you see someone's mugshot that you just were talking to, and it's like three homicides, four homicides. It's like, holy shit. Like, these guys were for real. Yeah. yeah that's crazy, man. But, she, like, um, just all the videos that you did, like, the last probably, like, year, like, what do you think is the craziest thing that you have seen that you that you probably couldn't show on your YouTube the craziest one was this most one of the most recent ones. I did this Afghan street gang in California, and I can't say what their charges are on camera because most of the people, the comments on the video thought they were just suburban kids kind of fronting for the camera. They showed me that they did, and they were by far one of the most legit crews I've ever met. Like, I'm talking heists, I'm talking robbing federal workers, I'm talking kidnapping people and zip tying them in their own car allegedly <laughs> i mean these guys were the real deal wow that's crazy yeah we gotta talk off camera i gotta link up with them bro i need to hire some i need, cause I need some new shooters bro need new shooters what do you think the going rate is for a shooter if you want someone to follow you around all day how much do you think you gotta pay them that's like basically armed security basically so what i guess there's levels to the game yeah there's levels. Yeah. there's like bubba with the gun that isn't that well trained, but he'll follow you around for what twenty five an hour, and then there's guys that are like CIA. Type. I've met like ex Navy SEAL bodyguards that are uh, bodyguards for like some of the biggest names. If, if if I said the name, we'd all know it. And they're just like wearing a nice suit. They have the sunglasses, and they're just calm as can be. But if someone walks up on them, these guys have popped many a people, and they're not afraid to pop you too. You know, man. Yeah, that's what I need, dog. Like, like when I get on, on, that's what I need. I need, I'm coming like that. I've played around. I mean, I don't think I'll ever go anywhere with security. I don't know. I don't think it does me any favors. I think part of the allure of my channel is I'm not threatening anybody. I'm not coming with a battalion of armed snipers with guys wearing ghillie suits hiding in the bushes. You know, I just come and I go into your life and I see what it's about. I feel like if I had security, it would change the vibe of the video maybe a little bit. Yeah, it would. You know, because I've done it with rappers. Like we were out in Texas with Peso Peso and uh, he had two armed security. Yeah. And even though he was bringing them into his people on like this this project area, like they were kind of like eyeing it up. And at one point, like a car pulled up and started talking shit. And one of the guys pulled out their pistol. And I'm just like, oh, God, like would it have escalated if these guys weren't here? Right. So like just as much as their protection, it also escalates things, too. Right. Hey, yeah. Uh, the last thing, though. Hey, how tall is Mexico team? I see you. Bro, he look like he's my height. No, no. He's like, what, 5'10", maybe? Oh, okay. He's big, dude. He's a big boy. And also, <laughs> Mexican OT is one of, one of my favorite people I've gotten to meet on this journey. Like, he's the type of guy, he walks into a room, he says hello to the janitor, the camera guy, the main guy, the secondary guy. He doesn't care who you are. He's very polite. Like, some rappers, when they get to that point, it's so, like, ego. Like, you know what time it is. I don't talk to nobody. Like, he's very down to earth. And I think he's going to have a lot of longevity in the game because to have longevity in the game, you got to be easy to work with. If you're a douchebag, if you treat people like shit, sure, you might have a cool hit song or two. But if you want album after album, people have want, they got to want to work with you. And Mexican OT, he just has that charm, dude. He just yeah. has that hospitality. But he also is gutter, too. Like, I looked at, he, he showed us pictures of when he was, like, nine throwing up bees and shit. And, like, <laughs> he was running the streets as a little kid. So what he says in his songs, like, he's, like, the the perfect mix he's a gangster rapper but he's also country but he's also a little bit of gutter in him too and he's so versatile he can go to any genre he it's kind of like post malone a little bit like he could yeah. rap he could do country he could do 
alternative. So I think sky's the limit for a guy like that. And shout out my guy, Mexican OT. Yeah, yeah. Hey, your last question before we get out of here, man. Like, if you had to pick one person, you know what I'm saying? Like, it don't matter what business they in, like, who would it be to interview right now? If, if God gave them to you today, who would you interview? Ooh, that's a tough one. That's a really tough one. Mark Cuban's been on my list. Yeah, I want to do Day in the Life of a Billionaire. I want to see how he rolls. Mark Zuckerberg would be interesting, especially as that guy. He started doing jujitsu and training fighting, so I think um, there's I connections know. there. I would say, here it is. I want to talk to the president of El Salvador. Now, have you seen? So they they went from the most dangerous country in the world to the, one of the safest. All these MS-13 guys were running the entire country. And this president said that they went door to door. They rounded all these guys up. Did you see any of the TikToks of like them rounding up the mask security of all the MS-13 guys? No, I didn't see that. They cleaned up the whole country. And so I want to go into one of those prisons and talk to the MS-13 guys. I want to go talk to the president who's also big into Bitcoin, and that's one of the things that he's yeah. bringing to the country. So um, I want to mix up with like an international piece. So I think the president of El Salvador, if you watch Mixtape Trappers, yeah. give me a call. <laughs> Real, man. I think it can happen, man. All that motherfuckers can definitely happen. I have a connection. So I got I got some uh, hired guns in Mexico that have connections to El Salvador, mm-hmm. and I think we're going to make it happen. That'd be crazy. You already know what the fuck it is, man. DJ Jerry, a.k.a. the voice of the streets. It's the motherfucking Mixer Trappers Radio, man. Tommy G. What's hey, happening? shout out on my honkies. Peace. <laughs> March 7th. March 7th, pull up. Oriental Theater, bitch. <laughs>